0: Welcome to the Brown Girl Rising podcast. I'm your host, Urivashi, aka Ursh, and I'm here to raise the vibration of the Brown Girl Collective by sharing stories of incredible brown women across the world. Women who've been through trauma, smashed through glass ceilings, and women who have climbed mountains to change their lives and be of service to others, in hopes that you are inspired in your own life. So, Let's dig in. Oh my God, guys, we are back on the Brown Girl Rising podcast. And today I have a woman who I completely fangirl over. It is the one, the only neat nutrition, a health and wellness coach who has solutions for people who have hit blocks in losing that stubborn body fat that diet and exercise sometimes can't shift. Um, clients proudly achieve weight loss without dieting, without calorie counting, or exercise. I love that because those are very masculine energies. So, leaning into that female energy to lose that weight is beautiful. She uses intuitive eating methodologies and she teaches individuals about nutrition, mindset, habit changing, food psychology, meditation, skill development, social eating strategies, and much, much more. She offers life transformation and fat loss so you are going to be completely blown away in this conversation I am sure. Neat has been on so many different platforms across social media also media outlets including the BBC, the Independent and UK Health Radio and we are so happy to have you here how are you Neat? That is the
1: first time that intro has been used. Um, I love it. I'm so happy because I'm obviously fan gelling you, and we've known each other on Insta for so so long. But I feel like these years has been pivotal for us to meet, to connect, and in person, and then fall in love.
0: Oh, look at that little heart heart shape! I love it so neat. Look, I'm gonna go straight in. The first question I ask all my guests is, "What does it mean to you to be unlimited?"
1: So unlimited would be fulfillment without walls. I don't know how. Like how to explain what it feels like in my ma- in my mind, but essentially, it to not be governed by civil personal laws; mm-hmm. it to be completely at one with universal laws. So oh. in yeah, in an entire kind of surrender to that. But I know
0: with the, the human ego. Yeah. No, I love that. So <laughs> you know, if we put it into maybe a bit more layman terms, I think what Neat means is like like that (laughs) fulfillment without walls no glass ceilings there are nothing there's it's everything is available to you because you are one with the universe right
1: yeah and it's different because what it would mean to me to you it's so different it's so individual it's so unique and it's this idea unlimited is the idea that you live by your values not on someone else's
0: yes yeah freedom
1: freedom freedom which is also an illusion but once you take me down that rabbit
0: hole, we won't stop. <laughs> we might go down that rabbit hole. It is included. It, it, it. <laughs> so neat, it like... is no freedom. <laughs> so neat, obviously, with patriarchal and like, you know, oh, I don't want to go into it. <laughs> Let's not go into who owns the banking system and all that jazz. Um, so neat. You change people's lives. Now, you're a nutritionist. But and I've said this to you before is you are way more than a nutritionist. So can you just kind of run us through like what it is that you actually do? Basically, I get you to stop
1: and listen oh. to your body. <laughs> like, okay, it, we have all these um over behaviors. We have these patterns and these actions that just get us through morning to night morning to night morning to night Mm -hmm. and there are coping mechanisms it's all there's all overworking overworking out overeating, over everything over stressing over parenting over like so many things and they're unique to each of us based on how we've been raised and 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 this is the part people can't wrap their head around it without the diet without the calories without the exercise how because actually when we are forced into pause and reflect we become aware and in that awareness we become we begin to make changes which we are then in that pause allowed to reflect on which can reinforce in that frontal cortex oh there's a thing called delayed reward what is this thing called delayed reward it's you know knowing in abstinence there's a self-control but it's not a deprivation okay so it's, it's for me, it's in the pause. It's it's tapping back into those feminine energies, yeah. right? You get this because we are too much and too fast in the masculine. So when we step into the feminine, we're able to just take a pause and reflect on what we really need and want versus what we're doing in those
0: cover behaviours. Mm. So we're able to kind of just hear ourselves, hear our bodies mm. and intuitively, like, respond. listen to what we need, right? And respond. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Because you and me know we're either perpetually full or we're perpetually hungry. There's like these really black and white extreme polars like these um, polarities that people are like trying to go into to improve their health. But actually most things are just grey. When you take away those polarities, you can connect to the body. You might be hungry and choose not to respond. You may be full and choose not to
0: eat more. But it's, a, it's all about making it a choice. Hmm. Mm so why do you then think that this okay so you and I are on the same kind of trajectory when it comes to how to uh listen to your body I know that you, you commented on a post I put up the other day and you were like oh my god you had me there because I was talking about you know you know those coaches who go you can lose 15 pounds in 30 days and I, I like and I kind of twisted it around a little bit but Too um <laughs> but why do you think that maybe that you know that mathematical way of losing weight, the calories in, calories out, the um, move more, eat less, you know, those kind of messages are not what we need anymore.
1: We need more UMEs, that's a fact. Mm -hmm. Um, Those, because those messages are adding to that that stress that is already accumulating in our bodies and our lives and they become... They're unattainable, which is why we go back into the loop. We start, we stop, we start, we stop. And they're putting an undue pressure on you because what we now know is body size isn't an automatic link to health. Um yeah. people may not understand or perceive that I am smaller and my cholesterol went up because yeah. weight is not directly linked to cholesterol. So and the assumption that bigger bodies are unhealthier, it's and it comes down to the human. Negative bias. We listen to more negative uh, things. We pay attention. It's just the way as humans we're there to protect ourselves, right? So, like we every day, we are still functioning as caveman, right? Mm-hmm. Seek pleasure, avoid displeasure. Seek pleasure, avoid displeasure. Food is pleasurable, yeah. But in the modern world, it's now here. In we have it all around, all around us, forever for anything we want, and when they put us into these like thinking patterns of you can do X and Y and then numericize it, it kind of triggers that dopamine like, yeah, yeah. but it's innately against our human design. So when they, so then when you're putting us into these stressful situations, like exercise is a stressful situation, which Absolutely. is raising cortisol in your body. And they're not teaching you to meditate, to, you know, regulate, you know, do the ions of barefoot walking, whatever so jelly in the rain today (laughs) grounding (laughs) connecting with mama earth what is going on yeah like grounding and then you're you might be able to achieve it that isn't the issue but it's about the other uh, drawbacks to that so we we go for those messages because we want certainty we want guarantee we don't want the fluffiness of ground regulate your nervous system and let your body release what doesn't serve it is that going to be weight? Is that going to be two pounds? Because
0: people put their value in their body size. And I've done that so many times. Like, you know, yeah. So like, I don't know if you know my backstory, but at university, because of depression, I turned to food and alcohol and I became like a size 24 and 108 kilos. I was huge. You don't know this. I can see it by the look on your face. No, and... I did not know Yeah, that. yeah. But then I ended up in one of these, well known slimming clubs, I'm quoting and quoting because slimming. Um and I got obsessed with the scales, right? Yeah. And so standing on the scales every 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 week, you were either slimmer of the week or you didn't get a star. And then it was like, you know, I, I remember walking through into one of these slimming clubs once and the person I was with was like, oh let me go and have a week and then I'll be lighter on the scale. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Okay,
1: Oosh, I haven't Go heard on. that one before. I've heard so many. I've never heard
0: that one before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She literally oh. peed just before she got on the scale to make herself lighter. I was like, but how do you know what you were before you peed? Like, come on, seriously. Um and then Pooh, I would understand, and people do do <laughs> them. A couple of pounds, you know. <laughs> a couple of kilos sometimes, I don't know.
1: <laughs> it's a good thing we should talk about poo we should not be ashamed I love our bowel poo. movements are natural process of the body yeah. love but, that we went
0: there <laughs> yeah I love poo we'll talk about it, poo we can do that but honestly <laughs> like I got so obsessed with the scales I ended up with bulimia and I went from yeah. 108 kilos to 55 kilos in 10 months like wow yeah and ended up, that was my first that's when I ended up in hospital because I was so dehydrated it was awful oh my yeah. god and do you know what it's like but can I tell you something else before you say what you're about to say I got so much positive reinforcement from neighbours from men that's what I was about to say oh you look so good man I lost my hair my nails were brittle my skin was awful Mm -hmm. but I look great because you know what makeup and nails covers a lot of sins doesn't it so yeah carry on sorry So this is exactly what I was going to say. So there's that Ariana
1: Grande was talking about this, about how much you all loved and complimented me at my unhealthy is where she was drinking and not sleeping. And this is it when, so there's two things. The number one, the scale moving dopamine, which is the kind of reward drive Mm -hmm. hormone. Bing, 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 bing. Um, Sometimes and with food equal to cocaine. So what it is that positive praise becomes the other thing. And people get addicted to getting Mm. the compliments. Yeah. You look great, you look great. And now sometimes it's sequential. So you're losing, 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 getting the compliments. The other one is like you're there, but you're seeing different people. So you're getting all these other compliments. Yeah. And so we intrinsically link it to somehow being a validation and a good thing I'm accepted. Yeah. That's really messed. I'm so glad you talk about it. And obviously, all the stuff that you do, because. The other thing is, and I always say this, like, disclaimer, I've never been in a larger body. My body dysmorphic issues were perception-based, mm. you know. They were not actual physical body-based. And at my largest size, 14. So my experience of understanding women in larger bodies and, and reclaiming the word fat is based on clients and, and having heard so many of their stories of living in a larger body and the discrimination. It's, you know, we, we are far, far, far. Far away from having a society that isn't fattest that's the truth we live in a fattest world
0: we do now that's a really important subject you bring up there because i know you said that you know larger bodies aren't really they're not necessarily um, related to being unhealthy um but i mean there is some science behind you know having that extra body fat around like your belly and things like that so like can you comment on that because There are people out there who are body confident and are like the size 24, 26, this and the other. But I was unhealthy. Yeah. And I don't think it's right to say just because you're body confident, like you will lead a longer life if you lose 10% of your body weight. Right. I don't know how you feel about that.
1: Oh God! there's so many peer reviewed journal studies on this it it doesn't always it doesn't always equate that mm. but for me it it'll always come down to what kind of quality of life you want to live
0: quality i like
1: that versus the longevity of it, and we do live in a discriminative world and you will be unable to do things like go mm. on certain rides, go to certain places cinema theater so Get many on the things. flight you'd have to buy two seats sometimes right yep extended and That's just the impact one, the cost of it. And then you've got the thingy. So, and also what is that quality? And if it was in an ideal world, I would be selling, come and learn to live a happier, more fulfilling life. And that comes with its own challenges. There is no happy life. You are going to get both whether you like it or not. It's about making you more resilient to the challenge. You have other Mm. tools in your toolbox so that you can come for eat, but you will call a friend, go for a walk do the grounding like you'll do a thing but ultimately when you are seeking out those those feel good behaviors the weight loss in my systems is always a byproduct but people don't want to hear they they want to hear are you going to get me down on the scales and um, for some people even if it's the most minute shift it's the huge shift yeah that they're like this changed my life yeah and um, I think identity, so you're right yeah. it's about there are with um, sugar I will say with insulin resistance to so type 2 mm-hmm. diabetes mm-hmm. that is one of the areas in which we do have a link to health and body size okay. but in others not necessarily and there's going to be a whole host of things genetics social relational emotional
0: economical things but yeah yeah
1: how fulfilled what life do you want how much access do you want to the opportunities in life
0: yeah I like that that's beautiful yeah no you've given me food for thought um and this is why i love talking to coaches right so i love it so um i want to talk about the nhs so you do work with the nhs now and this is a conversation that i was going to do on a solo cast but i was at the hospital the other day for what i thought was dbt after flying home from bali it wasn't it was plantar fasciitis (laughs) literally i hurt my foot somewhere um she's
1: not going through this right now so this is really useful
0: exactly so like literally it was plantar fasciitis and she told me to rest my foot elevate whatever and this doctor that i had was amazing she was just so open and i just went do you think that the nhs is going to go private because you know there's all this talk about like the nhs going private and we're gonna have to pay and this and the other and the one thing she said to me and i did not instigate this conversation so it's really funny how it fits into ours but she goes to me, um, the NHS won't go private, but parts will. And I was like, okay, what do you mean? She goes, well, yeah. She goes, well, the, um, there is a massive obesity epidemic. And she goes, the NHS will stop paying for people who are obese because they have brought it on themselves oh, the majority my. of the time. Your face says it all. I, um, so
1: it costs, it costs them billions, billions in the NHS where it comes to weight related. Um, but again, the NHS is like a dinosaur. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: what, and what's really, so I'll tell you, first of all, I was like, I'm not going to go and work somewhere, which is a con, which is contravening what I do, which is yeah. not weight focused. So I thought, okay, this, I'm being called to go and just keep following this process, which took eight months, just so everyone knows. oh know. Wow and something was like just stay with this um and then i got my four-day training and in that training i was like let me see what they're going to do because i thought well, they're going to make me do metrics like measure body fat measure this measure that bmi and is I, a big one isn't it yes and again we know scientifically how limiting and flawed it is yeah so it has its values in certain instances but it is flawed but so then the training was all about Non-prescriptive coaching. So this is the part oh. where you say, like, it's, I'm way more than nutrition. We are literally just holding space for them to share anything, whether it's social, economical, or health. It is not weight loss focused. It's self-activation focused. It is. Um, informed personal decision focus. So they may come in and think, "Oh my god, my blood pressure is really high. Help me out. Let me get, let me lose weight." And then when you ask them what is the most important thing, because that's a lot of the questions that we do go to as coaches, is "What is the most important thing to you right now?" Let me just be really clear. You and me both know nobody is turning up to um, meal prep or work out if it's not at the top of their priorities. Yeah. We all function on a values and priority system. It takes people to either hit rock bottom to change habits, which we know from behavioral psychology, or it is something that they have to build into their other priorities. Mm. It's you're just not going to do it. But then when you get underneath what is the most important thing to you, if it is their kids, if it is overwhelmed, in particular like I did a case study, I did a presentation to the GP forum in my NHS role, to talk about a case study where the woman had high blood pressure, she believed she needed to reduce her BMI. But when we talked about it, she was suffering from extreme overwhelm. Mm. I didn't touch on what you should do to lose weight. I said, what would you think is possible to do? And yeah. She picked the actions. Now, is she going to show up if I tell her what to do? No, she'll come in and she'll feel more ashamed and she'll go yeah. backwards. So in, eventually, if it fell into the walking category, great. But that could be for her, getting to sleep on time, um, speaking to her loved ones, cutting time off with ones, triggering loved ones, reducing yeah. that time. Gardening, it's not constructive masculine weight loss practices. So mm-hmm. I was really glad that in the NHS I didn't have to do that. And it just opened up this whole, like, wow. They are trying to shift. But if you ask my practice managers what they want me to do versus the training and the the deriving... Force behind health and well being coaches mm. being put into the NHS, they're different. They're different priorities. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But it is what it is. You can see blood pressure reduced from stress reduction.
0: Oh, absolutely. 100%. We know that.
1: Yeah. Know my, that. Cholesterol, my cholesterol went high with my weight loss. So you have to take a different approach for cholesterol. And it, it's just that what is your rock bottom? What are you willing to do? What are your priorities? What is your vision? Mm. The coach, we're just here to. Hold your hand, hold space.
0: Yeah. Guide a little bit.
1: Oh God, that'd be interesting. I get what they're saying because the NHS, you know what, they do so much more, so much more, like they do so much, right? How are they meant to sustain for the whole population when there seems to be an extra pressure in one area? But the introduction of health and wellbeing coaches, fingers crossed, will make a huge difference.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think it's amazing that they're doing that and turning it from lose weight to actually let's get you a health and well-being coach
1: yeah and we talk like I said same thing in my private practice we talk about anything and everything that matters to you as an individual yeah not yeah. everyone's ready not everybody's ready you can't just say the nurse could send somebody in who I think straight away low activation not ready but you hold space and they can maybe go away feeling better
0: yeah yeah and exactly what I used to do in my own coaching practice when I was a personal trainer was actually most women came to me with the guise of weight loss but actually turned out there was so much more going on that was creating the stress in their lives. The cortisol was through the roof and, and, and and actually time management wasn't great and sleep wasn't great and coffee consumption was ridiculous. And, you know, when you fix these tiny bits, it has a huge Yeah. I said to my PT, I said, you
1: guys are like therapists. Yeah. Like you would know that in that room with you, they are them. They're like, they get to, Figure out who they really
0: are. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. This is why I like the fact that now I can say in my bio without feeling any kind of like backward guilt, because I used to with the whole I didn't want to promote weight loss. But now I respect if you want to change your body, it's entirely your decision. There yeah. is nothing wrong with that. Pick the person that you think you're gonna get the yeah. best results with if you're ready. But with the belly fat, the reason I specialize in that is because with my own weight gain weight regain in the last two years it was the cortisol Mm. so I love to now be able to say to people let's breathe let's slow this down let's pause let's get those cortisol levels down and it's exactly what you said with the coffee and and the rest of the breath behaviors tuck them in the cold shower a couple of times (laughs) love an
0: ice love an ice bath on my face oh god um yeah yeah your video was amazing yeah no it's so important to do things like that right and and try these Let's quote and quote them alternative practices, but practices no. that have been with our within our culture for ancient, so
1: long, spiritual,
0: proven, practically
1: like oh, soul, everything. Like you, you just did something at the weekend. Is like this is this is where we're taking people, but they
0: want to come in for a week. Yeah, the thing is with those ancient practices. I mean, I'm just going off the cuff here. It's um. Because of things like the British Raj and the British rule and empires taking over different countries like India, Philippines, whatever it is, the spiritual countries. And they were like, that's witchcraft. That's not right. We're going to put in Christianity. You're going to love our God and making these kind of patriarchal demands on us. We lost it. Yeah, I find it really funny how then the West has taken everything and then sold it, it back, back. to yeah. us. I talk about this all the time,
1: and now they're telling us, "Do you want a yoga teacher that's brown?" I know, like we just constant like, and this is the thing that you and me both know. So those overing behaviors that I'm talking about, over, 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 overcompensating the inner voice and that and that discomfort. It's the fact that that consumerism that comes from this in the West. You can disguise all your problems, baby. Just get a contouring kit. Yeah, you know, get the ladies' push-up bra, and it's just like if and that's why the question at the beginning is really powerful. Um, I really like that you put that there because they're they're stripping your power, your and your li, they're limiting you, and you are limitless when you can release that. And that's a yeah. lifetime journey. That's what yeah, yeah I meant by not being within the walls
0: yeah but so, yeah that. that's
1: why today I had my Reiki massage this morning I didn't have anything after except for a group call and I have a feel in my hair and I've got the oil still all over my body yeah. so I keep and I'm really like I then keep on something cozy comfortable I show up as this person as my authentic self you can see me online dress up you'll see me like this because it doesn't it change who and what I bring to this conversation if I change my clothes, clothes but in fact it's important for us to maintain these practices the oil yeah. massages the reiki and the cupping yeah. and so yeah like I'm here like just being able to be me with you and I know that I only come like this when I, there's no judgment in a space yeah
0: yeah yeah like, it's an interesting one isn't it like we and I think it's a it, it, so there are lots of different layers to spiritual awakening and I think there there comes a point where you're like this is who I am I'm going to show up as whatever like, my hair might be a mess. I might be, I've got like, you know, I I've got I'm, like, in my hair. I've got like, <laughs> you know, like, I've got these things. I've had my, my my Reiki, my whatever, and this is how I'm going to show up. But on the flip side of that, me, is like this whole actually, when I put makeup on my face and when I do my hair, I feel fucking good people hella right. fly right a fly. exactly yeah and and, and I think that's a beautiful thing is we can be a bit of both and even in the east like that's what we had we had the surma we decorated
1: women decorated themselves like if you look at the jewelry that they wore remember it was expansive yeah. it was and and that's an art it's an art, and it's an expression of self. Mm. And again, it comes down to the same point about if you want to change your body, if you want to adorn your body, like you get to do that. I still struggle. Like I was doing a presentation to some executives, I literally went vanilla. I want to talk about I this. Put mm. on a an outfit, a, a vanilla outfit. And th- I was like what are you doing because you know me I'll turn up sometimes in a kurta I'll go in a dress I love
0: the fact that as women we get to explore all of this but, but not just do- women babe it's actually it's every ethnic. every yes. yeah it's also ethnic women like we you yeah. like when I see you and the first time I met you in person you know you were adorned in this beautiful kurta you had your jewelry on and I was like Damn, girl, you are owning that. I turned up in like a freaking blazer, and I'm just—do you know what I mean? And And I got it
1: from Chintel, and I got it from from other women. And I remember seeing Chintel at our circles and just being like, "Wow!" And it's the comfort, it's the ease, and yeah. But when I'm going to this presentation, I went back into that, and that's a bit of that trauma of being a brown girl in a corporate world. We believe we've got to—these weren't white corporates. It's this. It's perceptive. It's, it's perception. Yeah, I went vanilla, babe. There was no nutri- There was no neat nutrition in that room that day. No, there was not.
0: You are really. so here. we are
1: all. Yeah, we are all working on this. I went through a period of growing out my eyebrows and taking them up because I got, like, oh.
0: we You completely this- went so high that we lost you there.
1: Basically, I was like, I just don't know. Um. It's a it's a really ongoing journey and and I love then and I can own that I'm in circles where I'm able to do that. Yeah. There's people aren't gonna judge me for kutta one day in you know, a hot pants the next, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's all
0: good, baby. I mean we've had these conversations before, haven't we? Really wanna <laughs> go to a twer- yeah, a twerk class, like <laughs> that's one part of us and the other part of us is that that you know Indian girl dressing in a good style I feel like a freaking princess when I'm in a sari like I am queen bee when I'm in a sari and I know it and that doesn't that's not me being egotistical I look good and I'm gonna own my culture and my heritage and you know even on Sunday when I did my first sister circle like yes I wore do you know what I wore this beautiful yellow dress and I didn't know. They had these sleeves that kind of went down. I saw oh, these are nice little back wing sleeves. And I then read the label and it said, angel wing sleeves. And I'm like, shut up. Anyway, so I... I Because um... when you
1: said it back wing, I was like, you're disrespecting your wings right there. But
0: like, <laughs> They were angel wing sleeves. They were beautiful. Yeah. right? And I didn't realise um, that that's the dress that I bought. But on top of that, yes, I wore a very Englishy dress or a floaty dress, let's say, like a But I had, like, my really long necklace on. I had my cut earrings on, you know. And I literally, I had my crystals on. And I was bringing my ethnic vibe to it. And I love the fact that we, I believe, are the luckiest people in the world that we get to be British Asian. We get to blend. We get to take from culture to culture upon culture. By the way, we're going to go
1: pole dancing classes as well because one of the ladies at that presentation was... Doing a pole dancing demonstration it was amazing okay, um, and yes and, and here's, yeah, here's another thing about removing those taboos because within that room those women are no longer a wife a daughter they start to just tap into who they are but yeah we got to get uh, we got to do it as a group we've got to get a group right. of us there in our kachis and just have bed jokes <laughs> it'll be so fun but, yes and this is about De sexualizing the body, taking back that power, like we want to take back the word fat, desexualizing the body and actually tapping back into the feminine and expression of self. I realized within me that there is there is still a reluctance to move and to feel into sensual movement,
0: right? It's something I do very well. Yeah, hello baby. (laughs) When I go to working with you. (laughs) No, and it's true, right? So like that whole embodiment practice for me is about moving my hips is about kind of being that flowy woman and there's nothing wrong with twerking it isn't a sexual act in fact it comes from the africas no. right like women that's how they so dance good. that's how they move yeah. right and it's a way of just releasing energy from the body um yeah. and embodiment is a word that for years i just couldn't get ra- get my head around but now I feel like I've just embodied embodiment as a, as a word. And I love it. And I love being in my body. I love yeah. music. I love just having that rhythmic movement. Like, yes, 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 Paul Darcy. Yeah, yes. it was
1: so at home, kitchen, bathroom, in the shower. Like, you know, we get to use our... You know, this is why I love um, the sexual uh, influencer, sexual health influencer, Seema. Yeah. Because she talks about pleasure. And again, she talks about the karma Sutra. She's like, they, in no way are they talking about penetrative sex. They're talking about pleasure. Um, and she even has a view, like, potentially that it was written from a feminine lens versus the masculine. Oh. Yes, because it really focuses on that kind of, that duality of it all. But yeah, it's when I thought about going to, uh, less twerking, but like to the pole dancing class, I was like, whoa, where did, your, oh, where did that come from? And see, the point here is, judgment is allowed to be our first response it is human it's yeah. what we follow it up with the second third fourth fifth thought because that's where we get a choice so i could look in the mirror and be like holy hey Ram. you know and then change it like and we're all mm. doing this every day because we aren't going to wake up one day and love every part of ourselves we can start to accept self but you may never love all parts of yourself
0: yeah i, I i'm surprised you've never done pole dancing if i'm honest with you I'm surprised. Uh I (laughs) have. I love it.
1: Like I've looked at places locally. I just yeah. And also, it's the freaking best of fitness, like for for all of the muscle groups that are dormant in
0: Yeah. Oh God. Do
1: you know what I mean? In static gym exercising.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, who's got time for a bicep curl?
1: You know, only might, for my PT Mimi, yeah. only for my PT. But yeah. no, it has to be intentional. And I think that's the thing, we lost intention. And what you were saying about the messages earlier around diet, exercise, we throw ourselves into it because we think you're gonna give me the ready-made plan, I mean.
0: Yeah, so one thing I've started doing and I'm sure you have too, is that I wake up in the morning and I go, okay, my alarm is set for whatever time my alarm set for. And I'm like, okay, what do I want to do today? How do I want to move my body? What feels good? And so this morning it was boxing. I was like, yes, I need to go and smack a bag. So I went boxing, right? (laughs) Um, But then when I I was there, like, and this was was like a big thing for me. Like you've seen me dance. I love dancing, but I don't go to dance classes. It's something that I'm like, "Mm, I'm not as good as them, right? But this woman when I was there today was like, you know what? There's a really cool dance class here at eight o'clock on Friday morning. Like, why don't you come? And I was just like, why don't I come? So I'm going. So like, you know, Friday morning, going to a dance class. But um, yeah, it's just like, wake up in the morning and this is what I tell all my clients is what does your body feel like doing? Does it feel like more rest? Go and rest, right? Does it feel like getting outside into nature and walking? Go and do that. Or does it feel like doing an epic gym workout? And what kind of gym workout? And if someone says to me, I've got gym intimidation. I'm just like, it's because you don't know what to do and you yeah. get there and you're fearful. So I said, just go and just do a 10 minute warm up. And if you leave yeah. after a 10 minute warm up, great. You win. Yeah. You win. You actually win. But if you go and do a 10 minute warm up and then you go, okay, I'll do 10 minutes on something else or I'll go and do some leg press, you've definitely won. And yeah. that's the only way to get over gym intimidation. I don't know, because I think we've spoken about that before, haven't we? I think any
1: intimidation. It's in doing, yeah. yeah But I love that. I love the idea of like waking and having and setting the intention for your day, and then that goes into like working with our menstrual cycles. And you know, oh, this awesome. is why Joe Wicks can't tell me to do twenty burpees the day before my period because I'm not want to do the. No. No. Oh,
0: no.
1: And you have got that intuitive voice that's always feeding yeah. back. And um, so in terms of gaining weight my body was just trying to talk to me and communicate an unmet need yeah but we see it as like oh this is the worst thing like and we panic we try to punish and lose the weight but how about we realize it's not permanent not a fixed thing what's your body trying to say to you like Mm -hmm. listen in Mm -hmm. but yeah and then if you have got a cycle if you've got four seasons in every
0: cycle and it's so funny that you bring up the four seasons because I was actually reading rise sister rise this morning by Rebecca Campbell and we and and it talks about the four seasons right so spring being and it also kind of put it into kind of your um there's four different archetypes when it comes to women and then you've got the other archetypes so you've got your maiden you've got your mother you've got your you've got yeah you've got your um crone and there's another one but I can't remember what the fourth one is that's terrible a wild woman (laughs) and your crone so yeah so your maiden season is that spring season is that you know you've come out of your period and it's that kind of initial season and then you go into ovulation season which is your summer which is your mother which is your fertile season and how you should respect your body in that moment and then you've got the next season which is that like coming up to menstruation and it's that wild woman season that kind of yeah. autumnal like you know yeah. And you've got your crone your 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 wise woman the person you know and that's your men your menstruation period where you actually need yeah. to go in inwards and you know everything you just need to go and retract but the society that we have and the society that's been created a very patriarchal society and and we haven't been taught to work with our cycle and actually really yeah. way more kind of. We would get so much more done and be so much more in tune with ourselves if we did work with our cycles. There's a wasp. Oh, my God. A little a little bit more. <laughs> hey. Is it gone? It's outside the window. I just shut the window now. I'm not hot. are oh, At the moment.
1: Is also known as fight or flight. Uruvashi's body has gone <laughs> into a state of panic and it therefore it starts to perspire. Absolutely natural. <laughs> um, You know, I was going to ask, interestingly, like sometimes I've gone to like uh, sister circles, sacred spaces, and they've done sound healing. And then it's initiated me to have a menstrual bleed. Oh, wow. wow. I'd love to know if your week... Yeah, I wonder if your weekend has had anything like that. Um, and I've heard it... Um. Like in other spaces where they've talked about it, like, oh, after this beat some um, sound path, I had, a, I had a, my period came early. And I find this so like
0: fascinating, insightful, magical. We are magic. We are magic. We, we are so in tune with water and the moon as well. So I don't know about you, um, but my period will come usually around the full moon or the new moon.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We, we synchronize with the moon cycle you can also weigh more around a certain moon i think it is the full moon yeah so we can we can hold more water retention in our body so that's why i said way more you didn't get fat no one gained yeah. fat it was just yeah. the moon
0: <laughs> cool. yeah and who really cares about our gravitational pull to the earth right like the heavier you are the less you're likely to fly away come on yeah <laughs> oh my goodness. i love that who
1: cares about our gravitational pull to the earth this is on it i'm so using that is that, is that been out there in your messaging? Because that's a good one. I like that
0: one. <laughs> um, I'm maybe in my one to ones, but no, use it, girlfriend. Use it.
1: <laughs> I have to remind people of this. And this is why I'm like, please, like, don't be a slave to the scale. The scale is not telling you the truth. It doesn't tell you everything. It doesn't tell you about your
0: sleep, your hair, your nails, nothing. Okay. okay so, for, okay, let me ask a serious question now. So, if someone wanted to look better, feel better. What measuring tools would you use? Because obviously, some people do want to lose weight or fat let's say fat because it isn't about weight loss it's about fat loss actually leaning out is muscle gain and fat loss right so yeah. what measuring tools would you use as, as, as a coach rather than the so scale? because of the
1: method yeah so because of the methodology that I use and I always ask um because some people are triggered by uh, metrics like um inchy tape I call it yeah. an inchy tape because you Inch-tape. know we, we, we brown we brown over here <laughs> um, so some people are triggered by inchy tape so measuring tape and weighing scales. So I ask people, but some people do want to take it, and I've got no issue with that. Like um, Some people are motivated by that, again, the dopamine. So you can do either, or I do give a measuring tape because I personally believe that as you start to, your body starts to change, and it's a slow methodology when you're intuitive eating, because, again, it's about listening in. You may have an artificially high weight at the beginning, so people see it quite easily coming off, because it could be that, that. Just regulated states, as soon then as you go into regulation, your body starts to. Yeah. And you haven't
0: pooped for two days. And poo.
1: I want you to say that. Like, yeah. Just say that. You get it. regular poo, you get a regular period, you get a regular wee And then you may not see it move on the scale, but you may see it change. And I still give a disclaimer because your weight, yeah, it will choose where it wants to go from. You can't say go from my stomach.
0: No, you can't.
1: Yeah. Because it will go from this little overhangy bit here from like there and there like it can, what are you gonna do you can't measure everything so then obviously we track mood energy we track bowel movement we like we don't track it but I do check in on a weekly basis about uh, bowel movement um, hydration how did you sleep how what is your um like other energy levels like so we do a lot of like what we call you know how it is non-scale victory yes NSVs and- you got to celebrate because in this slower methodology, like I said, you may not see anything shift for four to five weeks. If you want to hang in there and you want to see that change, you don't want to give up at week one, two, three. Then you got to start looking at your Mm. wins. I've stayed more hydrated. I've been more committed to going to sleep. I'm making time to journal. I'm reducing my stress. I'm going Mm. for walks. And eventually... You'll be so used to checking in on those because I went through the same thing when I started doing my PT in June. I was like, God damn, I am in the mind of my clients. Why am I being so impatient? Mm. Why am I being so desperate to see the change? Like, so I had to keep talking to myself with compassion and kindness. We call it the kindness yeah. method, yeah. And then when she did take that picture, I was like, Whoa, because you may not even perceive it so you do have to have a certain metric otherwise you may not actually believe yeah. that you're there yeah yeah so then it so, depends on what that means picture yeah. weight or injured hip
0: yeah i also like clothing as a measurement tool so <laughs> like if there's a pair of jeans or there's like a dress <laughs> that you really want to get Ew. yeah how do they feel like are they are they fitting better or you know has your overhang gone like do you feel sexy in that outfit? So these are other little methods, exactly. And I think feeling sexy is really important—not um, yeah. for anybody else, for yourself. Um, yes. And it's something that I've, you know, spoken to a couple of life coaching clients about. It's like, you know, how does the word sexy make you feel? And there's been so many barriers that come up. Oh no, sexy is like those, you know, pole dancers, or I don't want to be sexy because men are men use that exactly. Men use that word, and it, you know, it makes me feel yep. icky, like that. And yep. I'm like. I feel sexy, like you know, I'm at a place in my life where the weight is slowly coming off after Bali, and I feel sexy. You the energy, you know? exactly. Well, yeah, thanks, thanks, babes. Um, <laughs> and so, what I want for Brown Girls Rising and for the community that we are creating as coaches together is for women to own their femininity, and in yeah. that femininity is sexy. Is how do yes. you think about yourself, body. Yeah. Control, all that kind of stuff so for me it's really important
1: you know i'm going to tell you what came up massively 20 in 2020 and um, when i was coaching um larger groups of women that they had children and they still hadn't had that sexy feeling right within and now i'm so then i go to it and i'm like wait look at this let's look at this some of your body aspirations are the pre-pubescent bodies we will never attain um as a brown person these are eurocentric white pubescent body type no boobs no bum and you have to be realistic about the body that you want to attain second thing is then y'all get married yeah and all of a sudden you can wear red lipstick like oh okay because i'm about to get married i can adorn myself then the next day or the same day now you can have sex like all these permissions are coming through like thick and fast and most of them The window, you know, the curtains are drawn, the lights are off, they haven't, and they're banging bodies, you know this, everybody is like phenomenal. But you are now having to reconnect and find yourself after children because of maybe a birth trauma or because of certain like not feeling yourself because your body has changed so much. And I'm just like, this is because the society has thrust you in this. scenario in like you're you're allowed to be sexually active now but I told you never never them before how are you ever meant to like search your pleasure your sexual pleasure so I have to say to people you've got to learn self yeah then you can have those communications with your partner and so when that weight loss journey is so much more than just fitting into your dresses and looking good it's exactly what you said it's feeling sexy within yourself in gaining that confidence you will see every relationship around you improve yeah particularly with your partner yeah 100%. you're freaking in the bedroom <laughs> god. you can do that with any any anybody but it's around the moons you know they we talk about this around uh, moons and uh, what are they when we have the overlapping thing what are they called we had yeah. loads of them this year the moon uh, situation earth and moon. oh my god Accepted. what are you like you are literally like blowing my mind right now yeah women and mina kamari talks about this go uh, have your orgasm like go get your orgasm on like yeah it's
0: and learn to do it yourself that's the point that's what Mina is talking about yeah I love the fact that she brings the mirror into every conversation like have you looked at yourself today no Mina I haven't
1: (laughs) oh it's and, and and I know women who have had parents do that with them and have way better body confidence despite size and so healthier personal sexual mental health and then obviously with partner but genuinely you're right how does you how, what makes you feel good how do you feel good mm, yeah exactly are
0: you asking yeah. me that right now
1: you- <laughs> no, you could answer it. but I was gonna say it's a multifaceted thing because yeah you can't just overnight be like oh shit like I can undo what my parents taught me my whole life the experiences I've had because you know growing up we've had a lot of people have had unsafe experiences so it's about again recognizing that something isn't you don't feel right within yourself, get the support, get the help. You can get mold. Multi- I have multiple cultures. We're just talking about this, right? Yeah. It's okay. Um, and, and that's why in our circles, we can just be ourselves. And we mm. know that we're going to uh, be heard to mm. so find those spaces. And you'll, you'll start to navigate. Yeah. Like I said, is you know, isn't it, we should, like, it's not like shoo, yeah. any transformation. is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's not linear at all yeah it's not linear at all and most mean, people around mean. you won't even see the, the the hardness of it sometimes the tears the tantrums the pain you go through for transformation and one of the things that I tell my clients is actually identity shift is really important it's about envisioning who that new you or that future you is and becoming her before you've actually become her
1: I've been talking about this everywhere like I'm talking about it tonight in my masterclass. like becoming who you want to become yeah it's like this we're always attaining uh, after the, trying to attain but but if you can't
0: see the presence of it in the now yeah then you're just on a treadmill aren't you yeah, know? exactly it's like if, if you know that in the future you want to be that woman that wakes up and does yoga or meditates every morning well why can't you do it twice a week now right because i think he's got a you've got to do, be, and Yeah, have. exactly, exactly. But tell us, what is it the right way? Oh, I don't even know. You tell us. Be. you got to be the person who does the thing, who then has. There you go. I like that.
1: I love and that. And it changes our identities. And I have to go through this with people. Um, like when my son went to school, both of them were in school. I had an identity change earlier this year. They were more self-sufficient. I was like, oh, I had yeah. to have
0: another
1: identity shift. And but in that shift, that's where I re really found my
0: ability to be able to go back to working out yeah. in a way that served me exactly what I said earlier. Right? I woke up this morning, I went, What do I want? What's going to serve me today? Yes, so tell yeah. us, right? We're going to have to end soon because this conversation, and 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 just for those people listening, I just want to say that this conversation I knew that I would not need to prepare any questions for because Nia and I can talk for hours on the same subject. We have a very similar outlook and I knew that it would just be a really nice conversation covering lots of things. And we have from sexuality to sex, to pole dancing, to weight loss, to, you know, NHS. I mean, come on, we've covered a lot of subjects today in 40-odd yeah. 40, 40 minutes. It's been amazing. Tell us the one thing that someone can do today to help them get out of a situation they're in. So say, for example, if they want to um, become a better version of themselves, what can they do today? It's gonna to go back to that pausing
1: and just in making taking note of what's happening in the now. Mm-hmm. Just And when I say pausing, you can do it in meditative space or just slowing down. And it's just to hear your voices because if you are in a situation and you wanna become something different, you got to know what you are working out of. You have got to know what, yeah, what's holding yeah. you back. Yeah, and that and that can feel scary, which is why we just rush through life.
0: Yeah. So take pause. that pause. Figure out who you are and who you want to be, and then the steps, the baby steps, will come to you along the way. Like we yeah. didn't go, "I am going to be a coach," and today I am who I am. Oh my god, no! We took multiple little steps along the way, right?
1: Yeah, we were just saying that. Like you had such a like such a varying journey. Mm. we don't know where we're going either like it's good stuff
0: I know I'm gonna write a book like I mean like what I know I know I'm joking with you
1: what's the book gonna be about I love this can I have a little little shout out absolutely (laughs) you
0: can absolutely Absolutely. um yeah no I think you know we we always need to have some kind of an idea where we want to go but how we're going to get there I think the universe just brings what it needs to bring to us the right coach at the right time, the right teacher at the right time, the right partner at the right time. You know, you might meet somebody who, who you think is the one, but actually doesn't work out. And actually that is your in your favor because better is coming. And what yeah, that's what the wrong doing,
1: yeah. experience at the right time. Yeah. They're all, yeah. So like we talk about this, if you did things differently, you'd have a different life. It doesn't mean it would be any better or worse. It would just be different. System mm. understanding that.
0: Mm, i love that i love that wow stole it from one of my coaches the <laughs> i want to continue this conversation but i can't because we need <laughs> to like wrap up um good. So. i've loved it thank you so much you're welcome so neat look how do people get in contact with you where do they find you you know just spill your socials
1: so obviously your girl likes to hang out on instagram on <laughs> n-e-e-t underscore nutrition (laughs) n-u-t-r-i-t-i-o-n or it's www.neatnutrition as one word.co.uk or it is on youtube or you can just see me having loads of silly fun on tiktok with my husband which is again neat underscore nutrition i love that you're amazing i'm
0: so grateful for this opportunity you are welcome and i will obviously put all of your links in the show notes Thank you so much for your time. Guys, you know where to find me. I am unlimited Ur-Rishi or browngirl.rising across the socials. So we will be back or I will be back on the next episode. Thank you. Neat.